and welcome to the Magical Mundane Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley. My goal with this podcast is to bring light to the magic of every day and every moment, the beauty of life, to help us all, myself included, remember that life is magical, especially the mundane parts, to remind us to search out the magic, because just like treasure, the magic is hidden, but we can begin to find it with practice. Hi guys, how's it going? So I think I figured out why my snowball was sounding kind of weird. This is all random and I don't know why I'm sharing this, but I was kind of frustrated why my past few episodes just the sound quality sucked and so... I'm hoping that this one sounds better, but I think it was because I wasn't using the snowball, <laughs> like my um, the program that I use for recording wasn't like attached to the snowball, it was recording through my MacBook, so hopefully this will sound a lot better and not so muffly, so anyway, hi and welcome to today's episode Today, I had this just, um, well, first off, I started uh, with a question. I, like, woke up, I made coffee. Sorry, I'm, like, my throat is a little sore, so I'm going to sound a little weird. But um, I woke up, drank my water, made some coffee, and then I started journaling with my red light on. And my question was, how can I find knowledge today and integrate it into wisdom? Um, and I was playing around with numerology because sometimes I like to play around with the numbers of the day. So like, all right, today is one, eight, 20, 23. I like to count that up to 16, six plus one equals seven. So that's how I got the spirituality knowledge idea and where I got the question from. And, um, <clears throat> all that to go into, I then got a thought about, Back when I was, okay, first, 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 I didn't remember where I was going. Um, I was looking at my numerology because I had a friend do my numerology and I was looking at that and one of my numbers was the age of 26, I think it was, excuse me, gosh, I just sound crappy. But one of the numbers was age 26, and that was like talking about how I was going to step back into my spirituality. And I was thinking back on that time, and um, I use a lot of my time frame around when my kids were born and how old they were. So Titus, my oldest, would have been around two at that age of when I was 26, and I was still in the church, and I was like that's weird. I, I was like kind of spiritual, but not, I was more in the realm of, um, church. I was in the realm of, uh, what's the word I'm looking Religion. That's the word. I was in the realm of religion, even though I didn't always fully believe that I was in religion. I always believed in relationship because that's what they taught us. Relationship with God. Um, so, at the age of 26 was when I was starting to get into more of the, mm, 
what is the word that they used? I can't remember, but more magical, believing in miracles, working with angels and starting to see more visions. So I was starting to see angels around and I was starting to see demons around um, or whatever. That's we'll just call that that because that's what I called them at that time. And one time during a service, I was up in the balcony and it was during prayer time. And I was like, just thinking about it. And I'm like, each week, the same people keep going up to get pray for or to pray for things. And um, like, why isn't anything ever happening for these people? Like you hear people are way more praying for things than they actually are like talking about that they're getting the things that they're praying for. Um, there's never any miracles that happen. So why do these people keep praying for shit? Um, and then I like looked up, like grand, I was starting to see angels and I saw the angels above everybody. There were tons and tons of angels, but they were chained up to the top of the ceiling in the church. And I was like, oh, that's kind of creepy. And I asked, why are they chained? Chained, And it was because the people are praying for things with their words, but their actions are saying, no, I don't want this. So they're saying what they want with their mouths, but their lives are indirect opposite of what it is that they want and need. So a lot of people at this time, would pray for healing of some sort, um, would pray for relationships to mend, blah, blah, blah. And those are just two things that I'm coming off the top of my head. Um, if you want healing for something, what are the action steps for you to get into the aligned state of healing? Well, you would usually want to research, like, what is making you sick? Um, this is what I'm learning. And I am not a doctor, so I'm not going to preface that right now. But for me, if I were sick, I would research what is making me sick and how can I get aligned with wellness? How can I get aligned with being well? And for me, <laughs> I don't really go to doctors like doctors and emergency rooms are awesome for emergencies but I believe that like your progressive health is not a doctor's job they know nothing about how to actually be healthy they are band-aid people like they put band-aids on things like oh you have this diabetes here's some medicine to like you can stay on for the rest of your life when you could do some research and learn what are things that you can stop doing and things that you can start doing specifically around diet that can reverse the diabetes instead of just taking medicine the whole life and continue doing what you want to do um continue doing what you're doing which is making you sicker and sicker so that was the thing that really got me started starting to think that hmm these people are all talk 
and not too much action. And I just held that in my little brain and just took notes because I was still probably in the church for a while, a little bit longer, because it took me a while to deconstruct my faith growing up and being raised in the church. It took me a long time to deconstruct the, the things in my life. There was a lot of fear surrounding leaving the church and leaving my relationship with Jesus. And there was a lot of fear because they instill that in you to keep you in it. And then if you do get out of it, you are backslidden and they, people are going to talk about you. They're going to say they're praying for you. But the reality is they're just talking about you because prayer is all words. It's no actions. If they really cared about you, they would show you they cared about you with their actions. But once you leave, you're done until you come back and then you're forgiven and a friend again. But that might be my anger and hostility coming out, but it's okay. All that's welcome here. Um, if you feel angry about something, that's okay. I'm not going to hate you for it. But anyway, that was the weird and random memory that came up for me doing my numerology and then looking at some birthdays around my numerology um, or dates rather that um, was a specific date that started my spirituality. It was a great time. It was, it was really good. I'm really grateful that I got to, like, I get to work with spirit like that and work with the angels. Um, but some questions that I wrote down, um, to, that went with this memory that I feel like the angels, whoever I'm talking with about this, because I just ask questions and then I get answers. Are your actions in alignment with what you want to create? Are your actions in alignment with who you want to be? So what is it that you want to be? Well, first off, you have to know what it is that you want to create, what it is you want to be in, what it is that you want to step into, and what what do you want? You have to know that first. Um, and then the second step is step into alignment. And what does that mean? Well, it, what does that look like? Um, what does that person do? How does that person act? How does that person behave? So you have an idea of what you want to do. Then you have an idea of this person that has action steps that you can then merge into and start creating those habits. So you think of that ideal person that you're creating that's doing what it is that you want to do. Figure out their habits. What do they do every single day? It doesn't matter if you want to do something. You can't want yourself to do something. You can't just say you're going to do something. You have to align and merge into that person by your daily habits. And number three, you're not a victim to your circumstances. So whatever it is that you want to be, do, create, behave, all of that 
just because your circumstances now don't connect to that person, that doesn't mean you're a victim. You can create your day around the person that you want to become. But you can't do that if you're going to be a victim and say, oh, my day isn't like it doesn't work. My I have three kids. I have a job that doesn't let me do that. Um, I don't have enough time. All those are those are things that's happening right now. And you can, yes, say that all of that is in my reality right now. But just let that be your reality. Don't it doesn't mean anything. You're not a victim. Those are all things that are just happening. And how can you overcome those things? How can you recreate your life? Do you need to ask for help? Do you need to find a different job? Like all that is going to get you into alignment with the person that it is that you want to be. And it's not going to happen overnight. So that is my little little thing for today. I hope you all have a wonderful day and thank you so much for listening. Much love to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Magical Mundane Life podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen and I hope you gained some sort of just thoughts and positivity and love um, from the podcast. I'm sending all the love to you and yeah, if you have any questions or thoughts, you can contact me through Instagram at Ashley Fox. Just my name. Um, It's under the link for this podcast. So thank you again and I wish you all the best. Until next time. Thank you.